Bring the beat down a little bit, then bring me in. Let's go. Coming straight off a slump A crazy motherfucker named Nipsey I'm turned up cause I grew up in the 60s Caution to you rap niggas trying to diss me I go hard, that's why your bitch wanna flip me Big guns, nigga turn rivals in the road Welcome to episode of Four Side, it's your boy Artitalk today Yeah, 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 and it's your boy Wills Hey, hey, what up though? Wills Goody, Taylor's joining us Welcome to episode 80 of the show We are recording this on Friday, April 5th, 2019 Hope all is well through what was definitely a difficult week for all of us in the culture. Um, first things first, you already know what you gotta do. Follow us on social media at Foresight Pod. We got the Instagram and the Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. Um, definitely make sure you're listening to us, reviewing, subscribing, all of that good jazz on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Thank you for the support as usual. We also have to do this big shout out as well because this is a very, very big shout out. We want to give a shout out to our own Koi Creative Space, the space that we've been recording at for the last year and a half as last week actually marked our 50th episode here. So huge thanks to Ryan and John for opening up this place to us and making it become home. Their help along the way. Um, they're just great personalities and things of that nature. So. We're very happy to have celebrated 50 episodes with the guys here. Of course, we have Gianni in the cut with us, capturing our vision. Um, yeah, man, it's like what I said this week for those in, in, in the hip-hop. It wasn't the easiest week. I think that's what's scary, too, as we get into it today. For us, recording this on a Friday, we're like five days removed from this tragic event, which means by the time you guys hear this, it will have been a full week. Um... First of all, guys, again, like I always do, you know, check on you guys. You know, honesty is key as well. So, Wills, man, as we always do, let's be honest and whatnot. How are we, how are we really feeling, man, as we talk about this unfortunate event? Um, honestly, shit is whack. Mm-hmm. I've been, like, like, it's like whack. Um, ever since I got the news... I mean, we've been talking like in the group chat like while it was going on. So it's like, we all just was like, like this shit is crazy. But like, I don't know, like that's, I don't know. It just didn't feel real. Then like when you realize it's real, it's like whack. And then like you try to take your mind off of it. And then like, it just, it's hard. Yeah, it's like being on social media is hard. Like, cause it's like, that's all you're gonna see. Um, like it's it's just whack, bro, and like I don't I don't understand why shit is trash. Like even um like April Fools, cause it was like the day before April yeah. Fools. Like, and April's my birthday, so I'm like real big on birthdays, and like I love April. So like every April Fools since I've been a kid, like I always play like an April Fools joke. Like mm-hmm. that shit was like really canceled. Like yeah, bro, bro. I didn't even like nah, think to play a joke. Yeah, nah. Bro. Like I was tight. What's up, Tim? Like I was, I was tight. Uh, Justin Bieber even tried it. <laughs> like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, you can tell we are in a different time because people got mad at over pregnancy jokes. What's the thing? They got mad at what joke? Uh, Justin Bieber tried it. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, it's cold. <laughs> Yo, it was honestly that shit was tough. Like that whole you kind of 
going back to like, the whole beginning, the whole vlogger and stuff like that, is like you follow this nigga for literally when he first started the inception. And then you maybe see then you see this nigga get big, I bet. But we kinda seen this coming, we kinda seen the movie, we kinda seen everything. And the man just like lose it all like in his own hood. So the same community is trying to help is just it's, it's, it's painful, honestly. It was like a tough thing to deal with. So for me it kinda just honestly it just bugged my week. And it's paid to a lot, a lot of my friends. Um, a lot of my friends are from Canada. So in our group chat, we just talking about this shit. These niggas hurt too. Uh-huh. Like, it, 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 but one of them's from the same neighborhood too, so it's just like, it's a lot, bro. I don't yeah, know. Like I have like one friend, he's like a huge, huge Nipsey fan, bro. Like he goes to Cali a lot. And every time he goes to Cali, he stops by the store just hoping to run into Nipsey. He never did. He got like a bunch of marathon clothing. He paid for like one of the jackets, paid like $500 for the jacket. Like he loves him like, and it was just hard. The night we found out, like he just got super drunk, just played Nipsey all night, woke up, still didn't believe the shit, was just crying. Like I woke up in the middle of the night, like five in the morning that night. And I was just like, yo, this shit is crazy. I'm on Twitter. Cause I was on Instagram and Instagram is crazy cause it's just like mad pictures. So I'm like, okay, let me just go on Twitter to help folks see. But then I'm on Twitter and I'm still seeing shit. So I'm like, damn, then I just like, I like start crying a little bit. Like it wasn't OD crying, but I started crying. I'm like, damn, this is whack. Cause I was just up, I was there about the crime. Cause when I found out about that shit, I found out about that shit at work. So I'm there like, damn. I did have to like go away, like sneak away a little bit just to take like a quick minute for myself. Honestly, I was just like, yo. Yeah, man, I know for me, like, that night, that night was already weird because I remember as I was trying to edit and do everything for, for the previous episode, nothing was literally going right. Like, the things I usually use to edit wasn't working. I'm, I'm like, I'm about to, like, panic. I'm like, yo, nothing is working at all. I'm like, we've been doing this for how long now, and yet you don't want to work? And I, I remember vividly when I discovered the initial news, Nipsey was, was shot. And all I remember that night, literally for like the next three hours, bro, I didn't move. Like I kid you not, I did not move. I was in my living room. I didn't move. I'm just looking. I think the only time I did move was just to shoot a quick video to report on it that I put on our Instagram. But besides that, I'm literally just looking at things, saying a prayer, and then when, and because here's the thing too, without without out of the source of course, but like Will's and our group chat basically broke the news pretty much that Nipsey had passed away. And what was crazy about that was Will's literally texted us this from somebody that told him minutes before NBC News confirmed it. Yeah. Like Will's was like top secret, don't tell him about it. He <laughs> sends us a screenshot. So I'm literally looking and I think I remember the dude because I think this was the same dude who may have told you that you told me some Lil Wayne info. Yeah. And I could all I remember saying, because I couldn't text it, I was like, I've never hoped more in my life that your friend was. Yeah, no, me too. Like, even when I got that text out, like, cause he, when I got it, when he showed me the screenshot, I'm just like, bro, I hope he's lying. Like, or or just, I hope he's just misinformed. I wrote that. I was like, bro, I really hope this dude is misinformed right now. 
because this shit can't be true. Yeah, this bro. shit can't be true. And he, he even texted me, he was like, bro, me too. He was like, because there, I guess there was like, he just sent that screenshot, but there was more of the conversation. Like, he was like, bro, you dead ass. Like, you serious? And he's like, yeah, bro. Like, because you, you saw what he wrote. He was like, somebody was at the hospital, like, confirmed it to him. So it was just like, wow. Yeah, and, you know, when we get into Nipsey, for real, I, I just think what, what made this week so crazy to go through was the fact that for the first time, and I'm not even joking, for the first time, I'll say since election night, when Trump won the presidency, was the first time I truly felt the energy of the world be off. <laughs> no, but seriously, it literally felt like the world kind of like, everything just like stopped, stopped you know? Right? And like my mom doesn't really know Nipsey at all, but like she, even the next day was like, no, I don't know why, that's like really heavy on my heart right now. And yeah. I'm like, right? Bro, like, my mom made, my mom doesn't really, like I had to put my mom on to like who Nipsey was or whatever. Same. She tried to act like she saw him before. Like, oh, I seen him. No, you didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. Um... But she like made like made us turn everything off in the house and like she like said a prayer like she was just like really touched by it like and she kept asking me because even like before like it was confirmed about him like passing when I found out he got shot like I told my brother in the next room my brother's like a huge Nipsey fan too or whatever so um, I told him and my brother's like no 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 it can't be it can't be so my mom overhears it so then she just keeps asking like keeps running in the back like. Is the dude okay? Did he pass away? Like da da da. Then when I told her he passed, she was like, "Oh, everybody, turn everything off. We're gonna say a prayer." Like, she she was just fucking with her. I'm like, you don't even know him, but yeah. like, she was off for like a good day, yeah. day and a half. Like, and that's why I compared to when Trump won. Not on some funny stuff. Not on some dislike whatever from Trump. Cause I, I remember the morning after it was quiet. It was quiet. The weather was gloomy. Nobody barely posted April yeah, Fool's jokes going, <laughs> yeah, on Instagram. That's what I was saying right before you walked in. Oh, I'm yeah. like, that shit was canceled. Yeah, right? it was canceled. <laughs> yeah, I was going to class time in Hanville. I remember even my professor, he like saw like how tense it was. It was just like, this could be like a safe space. Let's talk. Let's get through this. Because that's how it was, B. And I remember there was people out there in L.A. tweeting like, yo, it was like, yo, the weather literally changed. No, yeah, L.A. felt after like hell. Nipsey's passing. That's like the weather literally changed. Taylor, how was your week? Um, my week was good. I gave myself a week off before I start my new job, so I was just chilling. But yeah, a lot of conversations that I missed for sure. And um, but I had a way back. Yeah, and um, yeah. So pretty much it's just you know, last Sunday we we lost more than a rapper. More than an entrepreneur and Nipsey Hussle, you know the the story. The story could go two ways, but there's some common details. Um, so I'll just lay it out for you. So, what is common in both stories? If you heard surrounding Nipsey's death, was the fact that for one, Nipsey had found out that a longtime friend of his that had just um, came out of prison, you know, was about to link up with the family, and Nipsey. It's like, oh, word, he's out. Nipsey goes down to the store to hook this dude up with clothes and everything. Hook this man up with clothes, get him right before he's the family. And this next part is where things could get a little different. Now, what is not different is the fact that the main suspect that you guys have seen all over the news and Eric Holder, who is uh, also a Rolling 60 Crip like Nipsey, uh, he was the man involved in this, in this shooting, and that did shoot Nipsey. 
the story gets different based on what happened. So I'll tell the two stories from what I've read from all over the internet. The first one goes, this dude apparently is in a store, whatever, and apparently Nipsey and his crew there, they didn't really mess with the dude because they had found out that the dude was apparently a snitch. So Nipsey and they were comfortable around the dude. They were just telling him, hey, you can't really be here. We heard that you a snitch. They just asked him nicely, like, so you'll leave. Or if you're not a no snitch, shows paperwork, shows whatever. Dude comes back, shoots Nipsey and two other people. The second story, which is really even more tragic, was same thing. Nipsey goes down to the store unannounced, doesn't tell anybody, helps this dude out, and hold her. Goes up to Nipsey, says what's up to people, whoop de whoop, leaves only to come back and shoot Nipsey and the two other people. So, either way, the most tragic aspect of it was Nipsey died while doing one last final good deed, which was helping a friend that came out of prison. All over a fucking rat. <laughs> it's just, it just, it just crazy hearing that because it's like, it made me even think, you know, like, if I had to go out, do would I really want to go out having done one last final be like literally like I'm doing a a deed mm-hmm. that's been normal to me and yet I'm taken out and the, the pictures and videos really messed me up. I refuse to watch the videos. Yeah. I should not watch. Bro, I, the, I seen one that fucked me up. Like the close, like the, the close up one. Yes, yeah, I am not watching that. Like I think I what really messed me up after, yeah. of course, the, the scene Nipsey get shot was the dude came back twice. Yeah, yeah. He came back. He wanted him dead. Yeah, like, he, he, wanted he wanted him, him dead. dead. And what's sick about it is the fact that he this dude kicked. had the awareness. And this is not me giving a problem. Had the awareness of probably on some, he probably expected to shoot and for folks to shoot at him back. So that's why he probably ran. The sick part is the fact that he probably realized that nobody was shooting and back and kept coming back. And his, you know, and like, that's what's like, nasty. Is his bodyguard retired too? Yeah, his bodyguard was in there. He said he didn't call him that day. So if he would have just, I just feel like if you're famous at this point and people know you, you should know that no matter, even this is, even though this is your hood, like. You're gonna have haters, so I feel like no matter what, he should have just always. If he had a bodyguard yeah. or at least a gun in the store, like come yeah, on, like, you that's what the bodyguard. I, and, um, uh, and I read an LA Times article last night. Um, I think she, I think the lady interviewed Black Sam, Nipsey's brother, or one of his brothers, that found out the news, drove down there, and found Nipsey still breathing, and still surviving, and he basically. Confirm, I think what it was like the second story, like yo, this dude just went up to Nipsey, sell it up, whoop de whoop, came back and shot, and then he basically laid it out the fact that this dude had to have the awareness to realize, okay, I just bust that myth, ran, and I was like, holy crap, nobody's shooting back, and that's why he just kept coming back. Yeah. And yeah. he kicked him in the head. Yeah, because I think um they said like the first dude he shot, that was the dude I think that probably was the only dude with Nip that had a gun on him. I heard supposedly yeah. so. He was already down, and I think I don't know because they said son knew them, so he probably knew he had the gun, so he shot him first. Then you see him shoot like Nipsey, but uh, I don't know, man. That shit is trash. It is, it is yeah, super trash, bro. This he was a good person. And the kids, his last photo is him taking a picture with a child. Right. <laughs> you saw Lauren London's post. I, I could have gone without seeing it. No respect to Lauren. I could have gone without seeing it. 
I thought she wasn't I thought she wasn't gonna post. It kinda surprised me that she did post and it was kinda like really soon. I thought like it would be probably a month or two months from now she'll post something. Because she's like even good at hiding her kids. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I I said that. I told niggas, I'm like, yo, she might just like get off the scene. We might not ever see her again. I'm like, she hit her kids like nobody even knows what like Little Wayne's son looks like. No, I don't know what Nipsey Hussle's son looks like. So I'm like, I mean, I know what Wayne's son looks like now, but before it was a mystery. Yeah, she had a kid. I didn't even know they had a kid. Her and Nipsey had a kid at first. Yeah. Yeah, it's just trash. Yeah, it is. The whole thing that really just like fucked me up was that I know this is coming out from a personal level. Um, and then they said that really hit me when um, I listened to the Joe Budden interview. He was like, how Nipsey can't really like no longer like relay all the information and shit to his children anymore. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And that kind of hit me on a personal level because like, so my dad passed away like when I was heading to college and shit like that. So I didn't find out until, you know, after the whole funeral and everything, I arrived at Apostle that my dad owned a business in Nigeria. You feel me? Like owned his own small business. So basically, that hustle got his bread up. Came down here to America, went back, you know, did the same shit, got married, and came back down here again. All while you know, in that business. So it's like certain things, like certain mentality, certain things that you gotta talk. And me or something, I never got that. Yeah. So yeah. because he wasn't, you know, passed away early. So I'm thinking about this, so I'm like, yo, the gems his son could have got, you feel me? Yeah, man. He ain't getting that shit no more. The gems that his daughter probably would have got it, and she's not getting that shit yeah. no more. So certain shit like that is like, you can't really. Yeah, because like, bro, like, someone's like one of a kind. He's like a one of one. He was. Yeah, I mean, the Davies was like, um, niggas like, oh, no disrespect to Pop, but I wasn't there for that, for that, for that era. Like, this feel like a pop, like pop stuff. Yeah, I said that, I said yeah, that in my group chat. I was yeah. like, yo, I'm like, I mean, we were, most of us was like young when Pop passed. I was yeah. like seven. So I'm like, we don't really yeah, remember that. Yeah. Like, we just felt like we had to learn about that. So it's like, yeah. this is kind of like what they was going through when Pop passed. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely is because it's, it was just bigger than music, man. And that's no respect to like the artists who we lost, even so the last year, like most notably most like a Mac Miller, Attestacion, Jimmy Wapo, and like a lot of guys, like their deaths are tragic too. But this one just hit different. This is different because it, it was bigger than music. That's and I, it affected really everybody. Like, like yeah, the other deaths, and I hate comparing deaths, but like the other deaths affected all of us to an extent. But it was really on some just music. Like, if you was like a heavy listener to any of those guys, that's how it hits you. It was like music based. That this is real life. Real it feels like you lost a family member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's why it felt because it's like fam, like those, like this should happen. That's why I felt like. Like, probably how people felt when Pop died, because it wasn't just about music with Pop. It just wasn't also, oh, if you were a big listener, you get affected. Mm-hmm. All of us in this room probably fit the entire spectrum from either being a non-Nipsey hustle listener to an avid, okay? But when it comes down to the, the respect that we have for him, the awareness that we have for what he was doing outside of the music, all of our awareness is really high. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I was telling people, I'm like, yo, I was more of a fan of like him as a person than like his music. Like, I listen to his music. Don't get me wrong, but I was just more of a fan of him as a person, like what he does and like what he represents. Mm-hmm. So that's why it like really affected me because 
he's just somebody like I look up to, like with this whole independent shit and wanting to get in the game, like with my friends and shit. So it's like he's one guy like we study. So like yeah. we be watching his interviews all the time. So yeah. it's just like he had a lot of it's like, documentaries. Damn, like bro, I was like, yo, I was just like literally like a week, two weeks ago, watching one of your documentaries, like trying to learn game, like pick up game, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember like I was looking back at a lot of shit. Like, I just remember like you know when we was doing like uh, I forget who was the interviewer. I think I want to say Big, but it was somebody. And he was talking about um him selling his mixtapes for uh like a hundred dollars five. Yeah. And they were talking about it. I remember when that I remember when like the first came out. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Skeptical. I was like, you know what? I hope he sell that, but I don't know if that's all that. That's shit. what I said too. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm like. Hundred dollars. I'm like, who gonna buy that shit? Yeah. And I got the news that whole boy a hundred copies for a hundred dollars. I'm like, this nigga must be something. I'm like, All right, yo, I now I'm gonna pay attention to. Something. Yo, I was like, yo, you got like that nigga. I think I think pretty much this whole career is about like yo, proving if he's wrong. That's like the one example of doing that shit. And then remember when he even they may even went so far that they even talk about more about the shit. Like yo, when we do the tour every day, we pretty much sold a thousand of them shits. So he was like, he was still like. And then he what? Mailbox, and then he do that for a thousand dollars? He did it for a thousand dollars. That one, apparently, because he's like, yo, from an interview, he's like, yo, I love what the D boy just came up, I put a whole lot of cash, and was like, drop that shit on the table. Just so they can cop that shit. He said, like, he said when he realized that there was those type of niggas with them buying like two, three copies of like the Crenshaw shit, he said, no one up to Andy with a mix of Mailbox money. And they still bought that. It wasn't like to the same extent as, like, you know, Mm-hmm. And again, for real, like 
I know a lot of people say thoughts and prayers, but you really gotta keep your thoughts and prayers to Lauren and, and the family and friends and all that stuff, man, because their world has really been robbed. Yeah, because like if we feel this, yeah, um, I don't, I don't want to imagine, but you know, like yeah, how I mean, they really must be feeling. Real. Pray for that community because that community, um, in, in a bad way, got turned a bit earlier this week. You know, a couple of like running stabbings, I think a couple more shootings. Yeah, it has crazy like stuff. candle lighting or something. Yeah, like like a stampede or something. Yeah, like heard some loud pop noise, but it wasn't no gunshots. Right. Yeah, it was just wow. So yeah, man, rest rest in peace, rest in power to Nipsey Hustle. Um thank you for the things you've done for us, regardless of how we was able to take in your music and everything. The, the, the mission will continue. And I think that's why for real, like I I'm related to Nipsey and I think I felt this death differently because just like Nipsey, I feel like I'm somebody that's about action. You know? And Nipsey was about action. And and that for me was it was inspiring because like, yeah, I may talk about plans, but I think for the most part, when you when you look at me or if, or if you look at any of us in this room, we're all about action. Like I enjoy when I'm on the move doing what I do and people see that after maybe talking about it once. So that's why it's kind of crazy just seeing about Nipsey, because Nipsey yeah, Nipsey talked about it, but Nipsey was really living it. Like, mm-hmm. Nipsey really was putting the work into, as they say, walk the walk after talking the talk. I ain't yeah. nothing like you fucking rap niggas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, again, rest in peace, Nipsey. Keep everybody in your prayers. And uh, let's go talk about some good news, man. Some good news is Meek Mill recently introduced uh new probation and parole reform bill in, in Philly, you know. Um according to NBC Philadelphia, the proposed bill would prevent the courts from sentencing a person to consecutive probation sentences, prevent the court from extended probation or parole due to non-payment of fines and fees and introduce incentives that will re- that reward good behavior. The bill will also ensure that people on probation won't be reincarcerated for testing positive for marijuana, associating with a former criminal, or traveling outside their jurisdiction. Wait, um, what happened with marijuana? No, the, the marijuana was the second part of the bill that Meek's trying to introduce was the bill would also ensure that people on probation won't be reincarcerated for testing positive for marijuana. Oh, so niggas so- could get high while they're on probation? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not on probation, but I'll be happy with my niggas that is on probation. Is there something you want to tell us? Nah, I'm not on probation, but I'll be happy for my niggas that is on probation. But yeah, I just want to say for me, man, um, this is dope. This is this is really dope. You know, again, just following up the conversation about, uh, about Nipsey, about how, again, Nipsey's actions and ability to work was super influential on us. What Meek's doing now is super influential, too. You know, to, to really put your, your money where your mouth is, to really follow up on things. And this is dope. You know, I'm not some legal expert, but at the same time, what this bill is proposing, I'm rolling with. Like, a lot of dudes, man, that get reincarcerated and freaking sent back to jail be getting sent back on some bull. Like, a lot of bull. Things yeah. that they didn't even do to really trigger their return back to jail. And me, yeah. that, and if anybody knows, Meek it's knows. Meek. Meek knows, Jack. So I hope for Meek, man, that this bill can really get going. 
And this is what makes me so happy, man. Because I'll even go back to episode 69 before I pass it to you guys. And when we had that great combo with Fuge, uh, shout out to Fuge. We were talking about like future and the ability to be a, a, a role model and to put everything together with the raps. Like, Meek is doing that. Like, Meek is being a great role model. Meek is being a great uh, tone setter that he is. And it's translating into great raps that are still great raps and are still entertaining. And that's what I feel like a lot of rappers can do. Like, I don't think it's that big of a change to do, especially if, if you're already going to be on some, like, you know, everybody's my son, or I started to wave and this and that. It's okay. Start the wave and do something else in another manner. Like, actually take the actually take the responsibility for doing this. And I think that's what Meek's been doing. And that's why I super duper dope, man, for real. Yeah, he really stepped it up since he came home. Big time this time. Like... I know he tried, like, the first time he came home, he tried to step it up a little bit, but yeah. this time he, like, really, like, he grew up for real. Step her up. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that guy, you know. Um, but they, like you said, the bill is going to be, I know a lot of niggas out there that love that shit. That's for real. Like, they going to really love that shit. So shout out to that nigga. They just gave, him a, they just gave him a day in Delaware, too. They did? No. Yo, I'm, lying, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying because they keep giving him dicks. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Every week we get. Yeah. Didn't Cardi get one in Houston? Cardi got one in Houston. Like what? I feel like I feel like Cardi got a dick. Yeah. Like what? Like I don't get it. You talking about Drake? Drake got a whole ass fucking that weekend stop stuff. They they haven't done appreciation. Houston, I might need a day soon, man. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm coming down. You know what I'm saying? Another day in Houston? They got a stallion. Of course, she's going to get one. She's going to get a Houston. Woman myth legend. <laughs> Woman myth legend. Speaking of that legend. shit, do you know the, uh, the little Nas X Old Town Road remix, right? Yeah. Yo, niggas was dead saying they need to get her on that shit, too. Right. I, I think she will body it. I think she will body it. She might kill it. She probably going to body it. But listen to Cognac talk. Like, in that. Yo, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Because they was hating because he was black. 
Because he he, <laughs> he he went back, he probably listened to our podcast. Yeah. He saw how I was talking about Nelly. He was like, oh, yeah, Nelly had Tim McGraw mm. thinking about it over and over again. So he, <laughs> he was like, he's like, who can I go get? So he's like, let me call up Hannah Montana's dad. Yeah. Don't have a, she threw the wig yeah, on. And a little white girl, what's the <laughs> He's like, Dad, can you do this? And she po- she posted them in the story too and called mm-hmm. them legends. Molly Savage. Right. 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 He really wants to go to the next level with Nas. You gotta meet up with the goat, Mason. <laughs> My man Mason. Hey, Mason will get bars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He about to just change, he about to he about to do country now his next single he gonna do rock he gonna do some shit with Kid yeah, Rock. I, I heard the rock shit on the next single. Nah, I, I think he, he might he got he got the shit right to be a country plan. Country plan country. No, but you know what's crazy though niggas was like niggas uh, about this shit up. He was on I don't know if y'all niggas know this person. There was like Nas Mirage. Oh yeah, he was a he used to be a Nicki Minaj Twitter stand. The page nigga like the change his life for the better. For real? Yeah, that yeah, ass. Like, remember that nigga that used to be doing all them like long ass, what if thread? Like, oh, if you pick this side or yeah. this thread, if you pick, he's a nigga that started that whole shit, and then he just like leveraged that, and then a Twitter account turned yeah. into a star. And so, people say nothing's not possible. So yo, Twitter be. So he changed. Wait, did he change his account or something? Nah, I didn't change that account name. He just did it. He branded my nigga. Uh, they said the other account was suspended. Oh, it might have been. They said the other account was suspended. It might have been. I just know that nigga be branded like a motherfucker. He came back. He had the artist tweeted this week. He was like, something to where, okay, I'm an industry plan. What you want to do? I was like, I felt this. I know, I know. Sucks oh, no, you, you can't do that. Hey, I want to see it. According to Twitter rules on the timeline, <laughs> your time is up, Kyle. Aw, that's not that's not right. Me, me and Shorty seen <laughs> it. <laughs> me and Shorty seen it. I went after work. I went, I caught, I got a work at 11.30, so I caught All right, so, so is it. Peter, shout out to you. Winston Dukes. Is it like, you know. It's really, really good. It's really, really yeah, right. good. So it, it lives up to the hype. We it won't spoil anything, but Thank you. it's really, really good. Okay. It's scary, <laughs> okay, like, all right. but it's not that scary. Okay. It's low key. Funny, it's like though. weird, like a yeah, like a I, like a get out weird. Funny. I hate scary movies. So. Yeah, me too. It wasn't that scary. Me three. Get out was much. I mute, I mute the TV. The what? Gunshots get out was. Oh, get out. Okay, really interesting. Well, now it depends. Cause I I probably jump. I don't know. I'm a scary nigga, so I just jump. <laughs> I jump off the noise, and nothing won't even happen. No, yeah, I don't. I move the TV when I sense gunshots. Yo, you know, actually, if you watch scary movies without the sound, it's so much better because the sound. Huh? Nah, I do it because I'm pussy. No, just I guess. I'll do it because I'm pussy. I'll. See, I'll, 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 I'
Ron is never gonna know what a gunshot sound like. So when one does happen, wait, he's time, fire time out. Did you? Did you? Did you? Um, do you remember? It was like like oh like years ago at the um when they had the gunshots at the Ferris Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? That, not the Ziploc cookout. What's the oh, Ziploc no. cookout? It was the Rapid City cookout. Yes. I was there, and I heard these gunshots, and I thought it was balloons at first. And then all of a sudden, I see mad people running. I got pushed on the floor. Like, I was crying. I have a... Um, that was my was first crying. That was my first experience of a gunshot, and I hope that's my last. Because. That was, like, my third, because I'd be in the streets, but... <laughs> that was fucking scary. That, that one that happened, that was the first time... Um, Damn, I have the picture, but I don't want to go. And someone, someone Greenberg did it or something. Yeah, but I, I was standing on top of the table because that's when everybody was like turned up. Like, right, you, it was a lit, on. it was a lit so night. Like Chris Brown in the club in that video. Yeah, I, I was turned up. No, it bro. was fine. It was, it was fine. Lit. It was the lit. Gunshots came. I tried to jump off the table. <laughs> I fell. I got trampled. Bro, I had this big ass bruise. I have a picture of it on my phone. I had a big ass bruise on my thigh. The next day, I was going to Puerto Rico. The bruise hurt so bad, I could barely walk. So I'm getting to Puerto Rico. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? No, yeah, like and my sandal bro. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> I got, I got up and just started running. Like, you know, I had a bruise, so I went home and like tried to lay down. And I was trying to move my leg. I'm like, oh, what the? Fuck? No, people, I'm like, did I get hit? <laughs> people are very, people are very ruthless. Of course, and hey, like, I ain't gonna front. run. Real talk, I actually have an experience where I was almost shot. What really? Real? I really do. Oh, sh- no, no, continue, no, because I have one, too. Okay, go ahead, you go first. Oh, my God, I really almost died. I just thought about it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I've been new, I almost died, but you just brought it up. But um, one time I was in the club, or whatever, it was like some, like, lounge spot in the Bronx. Long time ago, probably, like, eight years ago. Sounds about right. And I, was with, <laughs> I was with um, my boy Bucks. We go to this spot, um, and we chilling. Talking to these two girls that we know from Greenberg. The next thing you know, like, cause I guess like the way the club is, it's like a glass or whatever. So next thing you know, you just hear boom, 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 boom. I'm like, oh shit. And I just move. I grab bucks and we just move to the side. Bro, tell me why the shorty that was standing next to me, like you said next to me, got hit. Mm. Like, yo, what? Did she survive? Yeah, but I'm just like, yo, what? That could have been me. And it wasn't the girls. The girls that we knew were standing like right here talking to us. Because that's why I ran that way. Because I pushed Wayne. But the girl next to me got hit. I'm like, oh, nah, yo, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. I was scared. I brought someone who got shot to the hospital. Oh, you a thug. (laughs) I think you, you might know him. He, he, oh. God, what's his he, he lives. No, no, my friend was driving. He he's from Mount Vernon, and he was gonna be on on a basketball team. Like, mm, damn, I don't know, but yeah. So I had to like, I was putting pressure on it and everything in the back seat. I was like oh, a nurse. Shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like a movie. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> War wounds. So what, so what about you, Arn? Like, what, how would someone like you be in that no, situation? No, no, Now, this is what happened. I swear to God. True story. So I was nine years old. I was living in, I was living in Yonkers at the time. I was living in Slow Bombs Projects. So this is like summer of 2002. You know, like Mike was popping these days. Yeah. And he was I like remember, the fake like Mike. And I was, I was laying <laughs> on my bed. That was a good joke, too. I was laying on my bed. I picked you up. So I'm laying on my bed, like on my elbow. 
So the setup would pretty much be like, if this door is my house door, to the left where that lamp would be, would be my room. To the right would be my parents' room. Here would be like the bathroom and the kitchen. So I'm laying in my room watching TV. And I remember, again, this is again, you in the hood, it's July. You expect to hear fireworks all over the place. And I remember I'm hearing fireworks and I feel like a little, like a little whiz across my forearm. But I treated it like a scratch. So I'm just scratching and so I'm like, I remember seeing my dad immediately storm out of his room. He immediately storms out of his room. I remember seeing my dad walk fast. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Like, my dad's like serious in the face. My dad literally got out of his room, like straight boxes, everything. He opens the door. He's like talking to a dude at the front, like, yo, what's up? They're like, where's your exchange? Next thing you know, police officers come by my apartment. Now, because again, we're living in slow bombs. We in the hood. Dirty, first floor, wings, piss, all that on the floor. They mad, dirty, savages. And so we had this like, like this uh, piece of like block on the ground to keep away the roaches and stuff. Mm -hmm. So the police are searching through the crib because they're like, yo, somebody clearly shot a gun and it went through your door. Mm -hmm. So they looking and whatnot and they go into my room. So like I said, my room's to the left. And the back wall that's behind my bed, they looked through the room and they found the bullet. So what happened was the dude was testing out a gun. He shoots it. It accidentally goes through my door. It goes through the bottom door. Through It hits off the roadblock. I kid you not. It travels through the hallway and through one of the door hinges. So like this door hinge going this way, it ricochets off this. Wow. Now keep in mind, like I said, I'm laying on my bed like this. It grazes me. And it stops at the wall, which means if I was moving in, if I was in any other position, oh, wow. I would have been shot. I would have been shot. Wow. I would have been shot. And what was crazy about it was, and I guess this is the funny part, we literally had the whole hood on our side. <laughs> we had the whole hood on our side because I, we had mad gangsters. Mad street <laughs> Gangsters. Mad street gang, gang. Literally come up to me and my dad like, like, yo, Ross, like, we heard what happened. What's up? Like, what do you need? <laughs> like, I swear to God, that's like, yo, it's like, like you know what I mean. Your pops was connected. That's what I was saying. He ain't got, he got, he got, he got, like, mad people. Because in the hood, because in the hood, for us, because like, I'm the only child, so it was like this. My dad was known as a good dude, went to work, minded his business, played his music. And this was back in my, back in the day when my dad used to be in his, in his uh, computer tech bag. So if you had a computer problem, you just <laughs> go to my it. pops, my dad will fix it. You know? I was known as, again, the good kid that used to play ball with everybody. And in slow bombs, Matthew used to always look through your windows to see what's up. So Matthew used to always look through our windows because at that time, I was a kid that had the PlayStation 1, the Dreamcast. I had my own TV. We used to actually invite kids in to play, bust ass and NBA Live and stuff. We used to play our music. And my mom was just, you know, had her friends in the hood. She braided hair. So we was really like the good all-around hood family. Like we don't bother nobody. We chilling. Wow, damn business. Yeah. So when people found out it was us, and I almost got hit. Literally, like mad people was also like, "Yo, like what they do you mean? Ride out. We know, we know, old boy." And that's when I realized that I, I missed out on my opportunity to be a rapper. 
I could have been a kid 50 Cent. I could have been a kid 50 Cent. I really could have been. I guess y'all got shot when I was young. I could have been a kid 50. My mom said hello um, and stay blessed. Oh, yeah, I think your mom baby. is so funny. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says that. Like, She's so annoying. <laughs> but yeah, man, I should have took advantage of being a kid rapper. Because I would have been the hardest out. Yeah, you would. But then you would have, then you would have been lost right now. All the kid art, like kid people that become artists as kids, they, they grow up and become lost. I could have really been telling people, man, my folks will right? make sure like, all your except kids. Except for Wayne, Wayne, right? Wayne, yeah, of course. Wayne. Wayne's the GOAT. Like, yeah. nobody's stopping him. He uh, shot himself. How are you going to, like, what? He's immortal. See, you say he took the bullet from him, so he took the bullet from him. Word. He was like, what? I can't rap? Nigga, fuck this. Ah! Boom. Yo. <laughs> nah, you're not just fucking rap. Bringing him back to life, they was why would it? Why would it? When they shot him, <laughs> oh, <I just> got- <laughs> oh <laughs> no! <laughs> that funny laugh. I love Wayne, though. Everybody knows that. But yeah, we got one more topic. All right, let's do a group vote for the last topic: Kanye Sunday service or most death. Let's just do most death. I don't really have say, time for Kanye. Kanye. All right, so it's one one. Will. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with Kanye. All right, it's fine. Two one. All right, it's fine. It's two one. It's fine. Thank Kanye. All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't need to vote. Yay me! I don't need to vote. So yeah, guys. In case you don't know, and and the latest update for Kanye's rehabilitation itself, Kanye's been doing these Sunday services. I mean, they they fake be lit though. They have been lit though. They have. And you know what though? I'm rolling. I'm rolling, and this is what it takes for him to get back to being sane. Yeah. But and see, because he back. needs Jesus. Or believing a higher power. Like, Kanye's been doing this for like a smooth two, three months now. Yeah. And we haven't heard nothing. But is he back? Or like that clip of him and Kim was old when he was like, Oh, I see our family as the oh, Incredibles. That's definitely what that's for. It's old. Oh, okay. He's had the dark season like you and I for like the last two, three months. Oh, okay, okay. That incredible shit. Hold on. That nigga Kanye was lit. Yo, it can't. And Kim was looking at him like, my nigga, you serious? It looked like it looked like it looked like Kim yells at him when the camera's off, and he just be standing there looking sad like a little kid. She's like, you still doing this dumb shit? Yeah, you gonna fuck up the money? Right. Like, yeah. He was in there just looking sad. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't wish that. I don't wish this on the relationship. But I feel like if they ever were to split, it would be because it would be because of Kim. Like, yeah. she would want to leave. She would want. I, I feel like too, cause yeah. it's like sometimes I'd be like, yo, like you don't want to leave yeah. this shit. Like, yeah. like he's messing up the brand. Like, you don't want to leave. <laughs> like, yo, like, you don't want to leave. <laughs> like, bro, it seemed like North. It seemed like you North. Don't wanna leave. It seemed like North is gonna get older and be more mature than this nigga. Like, right? She, she's, she's gonna be a brat. No, you really say you don't wanna leave. You don't wanna leave though. I mean, like she. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not saying. Like, like, the what? The, the what? The, 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 oh, the sugar be frigged. 
I, I, I really <laughs> thought you was like saying another language for a second. No, no, I was no. like, what? Uh, I like the, for real, I, I, the, the last couple months, Kanye's just been cool and just doing the Sunday mm-hmm. service joint. So the fact that they're going to Coachella, um, <laughs> I'm excited. They're doing Coachella, they're doing, um, I want to say the Roots Picnic, and I think Pharrell's joint. I think Roots Picnic is on Philly. Yeah, I think they're doing Pharrell's joint too. Or I might be mixing the two of them up. It might be just Pharrell joint. I don't want to jinx anything, but you know, there's a, there's a chance for all of us. I'll say that. Cross the fingers. But yeah, so I'm rolling. I'll, I'll, I'll spend my 9.99 on an album. Oh, if you come out with an album like that, Yo, service, I would buy it. I'll fuck with it. I would buy it. That's the churches I'm gonna get. Whatever you guys want to do. Right. <laughs> 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 my only thing with this shit, I remember like when, when niggas started like first coming out with the whole Sunday series shit. I know niggas was mad at it. They be trying to rehabilitate the brand. Like, da, da, da. It might be all true. But at the same time, fam, I think you gotta give props to the, the actual fire, the singer. Right, they're, they're, they're yeah. legit. They're very good. So that's the main reason why. Yeah, like, like they make it lit. Kanye's only just. He's just like, dude, they probably all go home with some Yeah, like, I know them niggas. I'm like, yo, that's the music for me when I saw it. I'm like, yo, I can't be mad at this. I love these shits, man. These niggas really killing it out here. Right. They got better vocals than me. Poor North can't dance, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, my daughter just does this. Hey, I'm telling you, you guys are teaching us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, like that video. I, um, that video was. There's, yeah, with you. I was like, yo, I had to. That was. That was dumb funny. I know she was like. I <laughs> Her mom asked me, "Was I?" Because one time when I went to pick her up, and like before I grabbed her, she was. She did this before I. Grabbed. But I don't think teach that now. Unless you probably see me when I'm like listening to music. But the only thing I do is like throw W's. And they say why moms don't like leaving children with the dad. It's because we're fun though. By the time Nova's three, she's gonna be hitting them with this right here. Like what what kids you know be like, oh I can't wait to go home and have fun with my mom. Nobody. Oh, always, you did that for Kevin Hart. Yeah, so I was about to say I got that from Kevin Hart. That's what I was getting into. You fucked up my shit. I was like, I was about to say I got that from Kevin Hart because he made me think, and I was just like, I never heard of that. I'm watching that with Shorty this week. I gotta watch it over because I like, I only was like paying attention to certain like jokes. Yeah, I was trying to watch that shit in class. I just paying attention. So, like, <laughs> I, I was about my book was about it too. That shit was dope. I need to see that one. I need to see um. It's a little one coming out. Um, so who, who was it coming out with a comedy shit? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I said I am. He said no. He said I ain't gonna hold you, man. Socials, follow the YouTube channel, listen to us on all streaming platforms that we are available. Once again, rest in peace, Nipsey. Yeah. Um, for the rock and music fans out there, I know today could be a tough day for you as well. Um, because 25 years ago today, uh, the legendary Kurt Cobain oh. died. Oh, um, wow, Jesus. Yeah, man, that's just that. 
Boys down low, RP Nipsey and them. I, 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 I'll talk to you guys next.